Oh, what a morning. Well, my name's Kaylee. if I haven't met you before, and um, it's an honour to be at Silverwater this morning. I love your pastors with all my heart. I never get to see them when I'm here, but I do love them. And um, how cool, 8.30 service. Oh, the 9. <laughs> Who am I? Where am I? What time is it? The 9 a.m. service. So cool. This is, I think, my favourite service. Don't tell anybody. Very cool. Well, as I said this morning, we're talking about hope and I have 15 minutes. So it's going to be a real quick one, a quick injection of the word this morning. But um, I just believe this is a word, especially for this year. Man, 2020. I know we keep talking about it. Oh, the 2020 year. But honestly, what a year. And You know, I really believe that God wants you to know this morning that it doesn't matter what situations and what circumstances we face, that He is our hope through it all. And we need to keep our hope in Jesus Christ, not just in what He can do for us, Not even hope in the miracle or in the breakthrough, but hope in who He is as a person, Jesus Christ. You know, I'm reminded of this, even this week, oh man, we've had a crazy month, so much going on with family. And and even a few weeks ago, a young girl that used to come to our church, she took her life. And I'm just reminded all the more and all the time that our hope needs to be in Jesus that there is no other answer, that there is no other way, that everything else will disappoint, everything else will let us down. But if we can keep our hope in the person of Jesus, it will anchor us in Him. And there's a scripture in Romans 15 verse 13 that says this, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. As we put our hope in the person of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, He fills you with joy and peace so that you can then abound in hope. So that we can actually be in hope and we can be in joy and we can be in peace. But it all starts from actually putting our hope in the person of Jesus Christ. Why do we need to do this? There's some very important reasons why we need to put our hope in Jesus. And the first comes from a scripture in Proverbs 13 that says this, Hope deferred makes the heart sick. I feel like I have learnt this scripture the hard way and many a times. That when you defer your hope off Jesus and you put it into other areas or you put it into other people, that your heart will actually get sick, that you'll get hurt, you'll get offended, you get bitter, you get sad that these disappointments, discouragements enter your heart because No one is supposed to be your hope but Jesus Christ. And when we defer our hope into other areas, it causes our heart to be sick. Hebrews 6.19 says this hope we have, this hope 
we have. Can I just say to you this morning, I hope that you have this hope that we have. And if you don't, don't leave today without having this hope. It's so important that we have this hope in Jesus Christ as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, which enters the presence behind the veil. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil. Not only does our hope in Christ help us to hope, to have hope in situations, not only does our hope in Christ not make our heart sick, but also our hope in Christ anchors us in Jesus so that we are sure and we are steadfast in Him. It's like this hope goes down deep, 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 as deep as it can go. And it anchors itself into that very situation and that very circumstance. So that when those waves come and those trials come and those things are happening in your life that you don't have an answer for and you're wondering what's gonna happen, you're not pushed off course. You don't run to other things and other people. That you don't walk away from God, but in fact, you're actually anchored in God. That you run to Jesus, not away from Jesus. That we're anchored in Him, sure and steadfast, and we enter into the presence of God. You know, I used to get so frustrated as a young believer and seeing friends and people come into the house of God and meet Christ and people having real encounters with Him. People be on altar calls crying and experiencing Him. But then as soon as something would come their way and a storm or a trial or, you know, a, a questioning moment or unsure about things, they would leave. And I used to get so upset. I'm like, God, how can that be when I know that they did experience you? I know that there was a moment and maybe it was just a moment, but there was a moment of awakening. And the Lord spoke to me out of this scripture that for us to just stay in Christ, we need to make sure our hope is in Christ. It's not in any other area. So that when do, things do happen, we're not swayed, we're not turned, we're not tossed. We don't actually go to those areas where our hope is because our hope is in Jesus. It keeps us sure. It keeps us steadfast. So we go to Him with our questions. So we go to Him with our pain. We go to Him with our things that are going on in our heart. We're not running away that we're running to. We're running to Jesus. He is our anchor. We are sure and steadfast in Him when our hope is in Jesus. I think if there's anyone in the Bible that is the epitome of this, it is Job. I mean, everything stripped away, everything. He loved Jesus with all his heart. He lost all his children. Can you even imagine? He lost his business. He lost his livestock. He lost everything. Unfortunately, he was left with his nagging wife. Would have been better if he lost that too. But no, just to add to the pain, he was left with a wife that kept telling him to curse God and die. 
Wives, let's not be like that to our husbands. Side note. Let's not be awful, nagging wives. Let's be encouraging to our men. Let's speak life into our men. Let's cheer them on. Let's be their encouragers. Let's remind them of Jesus and the promises, not tell them to curse God and die. And Job's in this place and he says in the middle of it, in Job 8.13, he says, those who forget God have no hope. It's like even though all his circumstance was against him, he still knew in his heart, I've got to keep my hope in Jesus because if I forget that, I really will have nothing. He kept his hope in Christ. And that doesn't mean he didn't have days where he was down when he was sad it's okay to have emotions we're not saying that he still had his days but he kept his hope in Jesus Christ sure and steadfast and even when his very wife was telling him to curse God and die he kept his hope in Jesus Christ and we all know at the end of that story that Job was restored everything more a hundredfold unto his life We need to keep our hope in Jesus. So we're sure and steadfast. So we're anchored in Him. So that we can abound in hope. And so our heart does not get sick. What's the result of our hope in God? Now this is for me a kind of new revelation that I've been unpackaging over the last few years for my own life. And it's still blowing my mind. The result of our hope in Christ is not all this, all, all this stuff I've been talking about, even though that is a result. But that's more like the reason why we need to do it. But the result of doing it is in Proverbs 10, 28, that says the hope of the righteous brings joy. When we hope in God, we don't get a moment of happiness. It's not an emotion. It's an inner joy that sustains us. Have you ever seen someone walking through crazy situations, but they have an inner peace and joy about them? It's because their hope is in Jesus. Their hope is in Jesus. So here's the thing. There's a scripture in James which every Christian hates. And it says this. Count it all joy when you go through trials and sufferings. Pretty much the worst scripture in the Bible. There's a few others I don't like. That's probably my main one though. Who wants to be in joy when they're going through trials and sufferings? Not me. I want to cry. I want to stay in bed. I want to watch a movie and eat chocolate. I do not want to be full of joy. It goes against our human nature. We want to be a victim. We don't want to be someone that's like, God's got this. I'm full of joy. But the Bible tells us, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. And as I said, especially used to hate this scripture. I'm starting to semi not hate it as much now because I'm having this revelation that in Nehemiah 8.10, it says, do not grieve for the joy of the Lord is your strength. So here's the cycle of hope. That when we put our hope in Christ, He fills us with joy. And we need that joy because it is our strength while we are facing many trials. 
This is the cycle of God's hope. We put our hope in Christ. He fills us with joy, which is our strength in the midst of trials. We put our hope in Christ. He fills you with joy, which is our strength in the midst of trials. It is the way we get through. It is by the joy of the Lord. It's not an emotion. It's an inner joy that sustains you. Like Job. Yes, he had his emotions, but he had an inner joy knowing God's got it. I'm not going to lie down and curse God. He is my hope. He fills us with all joy and peace, which is our strength in the midst of trials. We need to put our hope in Jesus Christ. He is our anchor. Not only does it not make our hearts sick, not only does He fill us so that we can be in hope, not only is it sure and steadfast that we are committed and grounded in Christ, but it gives us our joy that is our strength in the midst of trials. Amen. Let's close our eyes this morning. Thank you, Jesus.